more and more, especially when the Topes home opener, hope home stands are beginning, and and when the United gets back into playing home matches on a more regular basis. They've been on the road for a while, so it's nice to get out once in a while out of the studio and. Yeah, do something a little different. So we're going to do that tonight, and just I'm going to do my whole sports cast from the lab tonight. Oh, okay, Brandon, you have a press pass. You don't have to wait for the rest of the plebeians to go inside. Yeah, not the sorry people. Just go. No, I'm going to go say hi, <laughs> then go to the then, then go to the media door. I <laughs> see. Not wait in line. I see. I know my way around. Yes, Mariachi's Mati- night's a really big deal out of the lab. Speaking, I think it's like, pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm super into it. Being the home opener, mariachi games, in my book, are the best ones to come to. Yeah. Uh, everyone's wearing those mariachi awesome uniforms with, with the turquoise and the black and the, the beautiful uh, mariachi font they have in the, on the front of it and the mariachi hat. I've actually got uh, a little VIP treatment. I've already got a mariachi flag, which are being passed out to the first 2,000 fans Ooh. that are here. And I mean, there's... There's a bunch of people here. These flags are going to fly out of the shelves. So if you want to get one of those really, really nice mariachi flags to wave around at the lab tonight, you got to get here real soon. First 2,000 fans at the door are grabbing that. You didn't spend all day at Isotopes Park, though. You spent some time out at the Loba basketball practice and the UNM women's camp. Uh, how's the women's team looking? Well, the women's team is doing a kids' camp for the, Aww, first, for the next cute. few days. And then there's a team camp going on at the Davalo Center at the, at the pit where a lot of high school teams and, and, and a bunch of club teams from a, a variety of ages will be hooping it up here uh, in, in a girls' basketball tournament for the women's basketball team. But there, there were some uh, familiar faces and some newcomers at the camp, uh, one of them being Albuquerque native Hannah Robbins, who had been going to high school in Arizona, grew up here in Albuquerque, committed to the Lobos last summer, She's here now. I got to chat with her, so she'll be on our show tonight on KOB. And so that was neat to see her. And uh, the Lobo women's basketball team had several players just so into coaching the, the kids. Some of them are future teachers and future coaches on that roster. So that was that was neat. But yeah, you mentioned I was at the men's basketball practice too. That that was going on right before with uh, with Richard Patino. Are the boys visually longer? Do they look like they filled that deficit from last year? Good question. Morris Udesi is a big dude, and he's a banger. Every time he touched the rock, in whether it was one-on-one, two-on-two, four-on-four scrimmages they were doing, yeah, he was banging in the post. He's going to be fun to watch. He, he will be commanding uh, the rebounds for the Lobos this season. And I think he talked at the press conference today about wanting to help set a defensive mentality on the Lobos this year. Uh, Josiah Alec, an, another 6'8 guy they brought in from UMKC, uh, was on the floor, but he wasn't, a, wasn't doing full activities. He, he's still healing uh, his foot and his ankle. So he was out there shooting free, free throws and doing a little bit of calisthenics, but he's not a full go yet. And uh, Emmanuel Quach, who has been with the Lobos the last three years now, right. um, also on the floor with Josiah, Still healing from his uh, broken leg, but 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 standing there and and moving around and and shooting some free throws and Richard Pitino expects him to be back for the season opener. So there's going to be some depth in the front court that they, they certainly didn't have last year. How did it feel taking golf lessons from me yesterday? <laughs> Man, I wish you were there yesterday. Fred hit legit four shots Ooh. throughout the day. Out of that like. 
How many? That well, you and I would have been happy to have. Sweet. They were, there was not just drives. He hit one chip that saved a par for us. I mean, I'm, he was. I'm, he was. I'm, he made me very. He made me very proud yesterday, Fred. That it was. It was a, a blast to hang out with you and and uh, New Mexico Highlands family and the Rio Rancho Event Center family, uh, which were uh, were putting us up for the tournament. Uh, that that was so much fun. I never got to play at Tana One Country Club, and that's a pretty course. You know, there's very few things in this world I'd rather do than ditch responsibilities for golf. But you know, I put family first, my friend. Speaking of family, how's the married life? Is it is it normalized yet? Is your ring finger still itchy? You getting settled in? Yeah, man. I was asked this yesterday with someone at work. What I've learned about married life so far, and that is that your wife. My number one thing I've learned so far is that your wife is the ring police. If you don't have the <laughs> ring on, she lets you know every single day. And, and as I say that, I look at my finger and I forgot my ring <gasps> on my nightstand Can at home. So I'm going to be hearing it from the missus uh, later tonight after she watches my 6 o'clock sportscast. But no, it's been great. We've, we've been together for almost 10 years. And uh, COVID certainly extended the, the engagement wait leading up to the wedding a couple more years. But, uh, no, it's great. And, and uh, she's getting ready for a new job at a big hospital in Albuquerque next month. So she's enjoying some time off in between her last gig and the new gig. And, and, uh, and, our, and our little man, Julian, is, is tearing it up, be, being a little boss. So it's, uh, life is good right now. So if, if you see Brandon Ortega with his left hand in his That's jeans pocket yeah. and he won't remove his left hand, now you know why. It's 100% the reason. Are you going? To- I'll be I'll be holding I'll be holding the flag with my left hand tonight. <laughs> Extraordinary. So people will just look at be looking at the flag when I'm waving the flag on the sports cast. Smart distraction. Extraordinary Lobos Day Camp is tomorrow. Are you going to be able to get out there? I know Van is going to be a part of that process. It should be a pretty good little day out there on the football field. Yeah, Danny Gonzalez. Uh, that's a that's a big deal to him, a near and dear to his heart. Having a daughter that has Down syndrome. His, his beautiful daughter, Abby. Um, yeah, KOB will be there for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a great uh, event um, that I think uh, Danny Gonzalez is just kind of getting started off the ground. I think he wants to do more things like that, whether it be with Lobo football or other UNM events. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a ton of fun tomorrow. Man, I know obviously you just got back into town, but I think it's check-ins at 1030 tomorrow, whatever, so, so get there at that time, but it's free. Five to eighteen year olds with disability or a sibling or a buddy or whatever that's who can be there. Uh, Eleven thirty camp introduction. I think it goes up until like one. Goes up until like one o'clock, and it's going to be a, just a real cool, like inclusive, like game of football type of thing where kids can be kids for a day. I'm so, so excited. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a cool thing out there at the university. You know that's what I did for a career for more than a decade. Well, I mean, I didn't. We didn't. before I foolishly went into this world. <laughs> Uh, what time is the broadcast tonight, Brandon, and what's on? Yeah, 6 o'clock. We'll be going live from Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Mariachis de Mexico tonight. Uh, they're taking on the Salt Lake Bees. And then I'm just going to do my sports catch from here, talking Lobo basketball, women's basketball camp, and uh, New Mexico United's upcoming match tomorrow. And, yeah, just, just pubbing all the great promotions. Mariachis tonight. Uh, Wednesday, Greg Maddox will be at Ice Chumps Park, which is awesome. It's tomorrow. Friday night is, is Marvel night, and Saturday's Pride night. So definitely trying to get the word out about all the great promotions the Ice Chumps are always doing. Live level golfer, Brandon Ortega, thank you so very much. Love you, dude. Later. What a good dude. Love you, bye. He's the best. Can you imagine just sitting in your car waiting to go to work, and you're listening to the program, and you're like, I guess I'll call in. <laughs>
I have 12 minutes. <laughs> I will be there. Maybe. Mariachi's night's a cool night. What they do on the concourse there, you've been. I'm not telling you. But for the friend of the shows that don't know, they do. There's like like live performances. They're singing. There's, help me get it correctly, flamenco? Flamenco, sure. There's flamenco dancing. There's it's also a Taco Tuesday out at the ballpark. Yeah. There's a ton of tacos and stuff. It's it's gonna be a whole little whole little deal out there. So you get a chance to go out and kind of celebrate an evening. This is the one to do it. And then if you want, if you're like Fred, we can't go tonight. We can go tomorrow night. Come meet up with your boys. I think. Oh no, wait. Don't listen to me right now. Friend of the show, friend in real life. Full on lie. Friend of the show, friend in real life. Executive chef James Jim Griegos. Yes. Always cooks up something special. Yeah, he goes hard. Yeah. Any special day, any special event, he's always got something special up his sleeve. Little NFL talk whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Sans van for a segment. Little NFL talk. Vital, jump in where you want to jump in. Okay. Many camps began today for the Browns and the Panthers, and you're like, okay, Fred, that's just a coincidence. Teams start mini camps all the time. Mini camp lasts three days. I know a lot of friend of the show was like, I'm an NFL fan. You guys, you don't know how long mini camps are. Like, you don't figure it out. So the deal is the deal that Baker Mayfield is quarterback for the Browns, and even though Sam Darnold was the quarterback for the Panthers, apparently he's not good enough all of a sudden. Also, apparently Baker Mayfield's not good enough all of a sudden to be the Browns quarterback. And the Browns are about to have a quarterback problem because two more lawsuits came out today from one of the many victims of Deshaun Watson, allegedly. Numbers up to 26, Michael. Kind of crazy. Let's get these cases going. I mean, why are we waiting? It's not going to go, big dog. But you know what I mean. I mean, this is endless. Hey, real number? I'm not even joking. Because you got to try to settle. So if you're going to try to settle with all of these, the problem with rejoining us on the program van, the problem with trying to settle all these cases is there's 26 of them. So as you're trying to settle 26 of them, you're going to settle none of them because you got to settle them all at once because you can't settle one because that sets kind of the precedent for the other ones. And then the way Deshaun Watson's talking – you're going to get a bunch of countersuits. What are we in, 2022? We're going to be talking about this in 2025. We're going to be talking about this in 2026. I'm not joking. And This is directly linked to another story that you know we have to talk about. More Baker Mayfield stuff. Now the Panthers are like, oh man, Deshaun Watson will never play football. We better get Baker Mayfield now before the NFL strikes down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger because that's what Deshaun Watson deserves. Baker Mayfield upgrade over Sam Darnold? Question mark? Yeah, he is. I'll tell you what, Baker Mayfield was a winner when he was in Cleveland until he was a loser. Until he was injured. That's the trick. Yeah. People forget he was a top 10, top 12 quarterback until he hurt himself. But how much more is going to come out on Deshaun Watson? You know, the New York Times had that story, and what is it? What they say? At least sixty-six people in a seventeenth-month span. He said today were contacted to get massages. Sixty-six. He, Deshaun Watson said today, sixty-six 
masseuse is is correct, but the media, or he says it's not correct. And the media is like, well, then what's the number? He's at like a preference conference. Jason Watson says he doesn't think the number of 66 masseuses is correct. But he can't give a number. Does that mean it's way too low? Well, we know it's at least 26. <sighs> 26 is way too many. 26 is at least, in my opinion, 23 too many. That is way too many too many. So maybe like... One is too many. Well, say one, three might be appropriate because you got one maybe in town and one out of town. And maybe, oh, you're talking. About, you're not talking about assaults. So you, no, I'm not talking about assault. I'm talking about the usage of massage therapists in general. So you got your numbers wrong. So you're saying, you keep saying 26, you mean 66. 66. Yeah, that makes sure. more sense. Yeah. Okay. Three is a decent number. One in town, one out of town, and one replacement, right? Yeah, like one on call. One on call. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one, you didn't like their style, you switched to the other one. Well, when you're making the money that these guys are making, this is like the LeBron, the Tom Brady formula. You just have one on retainer. You have a chef on retainer. Sure. You have a trainer on retainer. Right. You get a team. You put $1 million of your dollars into that team every year, and if you can work for one more contract because you did that, you paid it off forever. Yeah. Like a friend of the show, friend in real life, chiropractor to the stars. Eric Shane? Eric Shane. Dexter Fowler's personal chiropractor. Flew him around the country to make sure he got the proper treatment from a trusted medical professional. Dexter Fowler didn't have 66 chiropractors. Also, the goalposts are changing a little bit here, Deshaun, because this conversation originally was, none of this ever happened. Now the conversation is, quote, no, I never forced them to do those things that happened. What? Okay. He said today at a press conference, quote, I've been honest and I've been truthful. I never forced anyone or assaulted anyone. I understand these allegations are very serious. I'm focused on clearing my name. You originally said it didn't happen. Not only did you say it didn't happen, then you said you're innocent. Then you said they're out to get you. People who are out to get you, and if you're innocent, you don't offer them all a hundred thousand dollars to shut up to try to settle yeah. out of court. You wouldn't want the f- yeah. Hey, also the Browns are not moving Baker Mayfield because they're over Deshaun Watson. Because I don't know what he disclosed in this contract thing. I don't know what Cleveland knows, but I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna come down to some sort of bad business thing, similar to why Twitter is not gonna be sold. Mm-hmm. Huge exploratory thing, and that's why the Browns put him out there for questioning today. And it's not one of those. Oh, it had to happen eventually. This is one of those. Let's watch him shoot himself in the foot. Obvious breach of contract. And then we don't have to walk with him. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get those picks back, though, you idiots. Good no. good trade, Cleveland. Looking great for the Browns, huh? The trade. The trade. Yeah, congratulations on the Super Bowl in five years, Houston Texans. Most realistic scenario? Loser, rapist, weirdo. Best case scenario? Complete liar. And a creep. And a creep. Just a pervy creep. At best, a pervy creep. They're, all right. We're about to tell the Warren Moon story. So they... So... 22. Cleveland must have looked at that, talked to him, and it's like, there's no way he did this more than 22 times. And it's like, no. Hold my massage oil. Just you wait. S- up to 66... 
I bet that's on the low end. Oh, no doubt. You know that meme where it's like, uh, I don't even know what it's from. It's like two, like World War II Germans. And the guy's like, are we the baddies? Sure. Sure. That's what Deshaun Watson is. He's like, no, it's the it's the 26 masseusers that are wrong. Like, it's not. It's, it's you, Deshaun. Sure. You're the bad one. It's you, NFL. And the Browns don't want you. And here's what, and you, Michael, you're like, you're not going to get those draft picks back. They are. They're going to be compensatory. So Houston's going to get to keep them. But also, Cleveland's going to get them back. Bet. Because the NFL is going to be like, hey, we're going to let you get out of this contract, cut this thing loose. If we've got to settle a little bit, we've got to settle a little bit. It's not going to hurt your franchise. I promise you, because the NFL wants this thing gone. I don't agree with you on that one. I think they have to eat it all, the draft picks Mm-mm. and a nice chunk of the money. There's obviously a behavior clause for anything built in after the first 22 lawsuit that he was found not guilty for. Up to 26 lawsuits now, potentially 66 victims, allegedly. Cleveland did their due diligence. Okay. Bet. Baker, on, on the field due diligence. Here's what happens. If Baker Mayfield gets moved, he gets moved straight up for Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's the quarterback of Cleveland. Deshaun Watson will never take a snap. I'll buy that. Hey, also, Baker Mayfield in a pick, and you get Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson? Bet. That's that's what it is. It's coming soon, though. Josh Sushan after the break. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. Welcome to the program. How are you? Wow. Just a, I, I'm like Cher. I'm like Madonna. I'm just a one-name <laughs> human. Mr. Sushan, welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, uh, I'm outstanding. How are you? I'm good. I got some anxiety. I was thinking about racing over to the ballpark tonight right after the show and catching the game and taking all the mariachis. But my boys keep giving up first-inning runs, and I don't think I want to see that, Josh. What are we going to do tonight to prevent that? Yeah, that has been an issue. You know, six runs in the first inning Saturday and Sunday, more runs allowed in the first inning than any other minor league baseball team. That's that's a tough way to start games, you know. Um, bottom line is they need to be better, you know, because um, there's been some bad first innings, right? It's one thing if you give up one, you know, or two every once in a while. When you go up six, it hurts. But, hey, look at the comeback Sunday, right? Down 8-1, ah, comeback, yeah. comeback to win it. And in terms of tonight, you got Brandon Gold on the mound, and Brandon's consistent. His last outing was not up to his usual standards. Gave up a few more runs. Still kept the boys in the game. Overall pitched fine. But, you know, Brandon's a guy who usually sets a tone right away, you know. And uh, so you're always pumped up when he's on the mound. You feel like you got a chance to win a game. Gates opened 5.30 tonight. Mariachi night, always a crowd pleaser. Albuquerque loves them some mariachi night. What's the vibe there already? The vibe is you got a lot of people who have those flags out already. Nice. And they are waving them or they're unfurling them. And, um, yeah, so they're excited. There was quite the line at a fairly early hour. There's still some right now. They're not out yet. But if you're coming, you might want to hustle to get over here. Uh, in fact, I've seen some kid. He's walking down the, the steps, and he's very enthusiastically waving that mariachi's flag as his dad tries to corral him. <laughs> uh. And so it's good times, really good times. Taco Tuesday out at the ballpark. What are your go-to toppings, Josh, on that taco? So I just had some. and uh, Of course you did. Yeah. Um, go-to toppings. for So I like green and red, but I usually go green if it's a taco. I like avocado or guac. I like any kind of cheese. I like tomato. I like pico. Um, I like fish tacos. 
I'm an equal opportunity taco guy. I mean, I could spend a long time telling you what I like. It, 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 it's more like what I don't like, which is like not eating tacos. That's the part about tacos I don't like is not eating tacos. I guess I'm really confused because I was asking if you're going to say mild or Diablo or fire. Like those are the <laughs> only ones I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know you had such a passion for tacos, Josh. No kidding. Is that like number one on your list? Is that number one on your I-9 varsity of ballpark food is tacos? Well, for ballpark food, I'd probably say yes. Because we know you're not a hot dog guy. Yeah, this is a factual statement. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I went to school in San Diego State, and I live in Albuquerque. How do you not like tacos? Your life would be really terrible if you did not like tacos and enchiladas and burritos and everything else living in those two cities. Excellent point, but that does not apply to Fred. You're describing me. Because he hates anything with spice whatsoever. You know what? It's more for us. Yeah, you got that exactly right. That's my feeling. Whenever someone says, I don't like this, that's fine. More for me. Cinnamon gum is too spicy for Fred. I'm not going to eat cinnamon gum. That ruins your palate for the whole day. That's a crazy thought. It's a crazy thought. Big homestand this week, and uh, I mean the boys. The boys got to climb up, Jay. What, what I think we're sitting at nine below, and we we've not been this below I think ever in the, my history of fandom for the squad. What it, what's the turning point going to end up being to get over five hundred? Well, the obvious first answer is more consistent pitching, better pitching, right? Um, I feel like the offense has had a lot of moments where it's been feast or famine, where it'll score twelve runs one night and then get held to two the next night, and a lot of that has just been. You know, we've missed a lot of our guys, right? The catcher, Brian Servant's in the big leagues, right? Um, Elejadis Montero comes back from the big leagues. That makes a huge addition to the lineup. Alan Trejo spent two weeks on the injured list. He's back, so that's huge. Sean Bouchard had missed some time. He's back now. We're missing Tim Lopes right now. We're missing Colton Welker for the entire season. So, that, I mean, what that does is give opportunities to other people. But it all comes back to pitching. You know, you, they, they need to be more consistent pitching. Um, shoot, four guys got called up to the big leagues. Actually, three guys got called up to the big leagues, and one got designated for assignment between Friday and Saturday. From the last time that I talked to you guys, three guys got called up to the majors, and one got designated for assignment. That was four major guys in the bullpen. Chad Smith, Justin Lawrence, uh, Julian Fernandez is the one who got um, DFA'd, and Jake Bird. That's four main dudes in the bullpen. So that's hard to, like, close out games and be at your best without those four guys. You know what's interesting that you just brought that up? Because I wasn't going to bring that up on air, but I will now. I have a very good friend who lives in Denver, and whenever there's a call-up, I get, like, a phone call. And it's like, hey, what do you know about this guy? What's he do? Is he pretty good? Just big baseball fan, right? Big big Rockies fan. And the call this weekend was, hey, who should I ask about? Because there were so many that went up in a wave. And whenever those guys get up to that next level – how how do the Rockies like introduce them to their fan base? Is it just you go out there and find the fire, or do they make the effort to kind of tell the story of the players that come up? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I, and, and I think the answer is it's it's kind of everyone's responsibility. It's part. I mean, that's part of being a television partner is that you introduce those people. It's part of being you know for the radio station. It's part of being a radio partner is introducing those people. It's part of being a member of the social media team in order to do that. Um, you know, for the PR staff, our friend Kevin Collins and company, writing notes in the game notes and giving information to help the media know more about this person. So it's a little bit of everyone, and then it's also the fans wanting to know. You know, you can not you can only make people want to know so much about the players, and the best is when something just happens organically. And, um, you know, for Jake Bird, what an exciting time for him, you know, to get called up and 
you know, when he gets into a game, he's going to be making his major league debut. He was not on the 40-man roster. You know, I, I think a lot of fans know these names from going to spring training games and reading about them in spring training, you know, just from following the minor league clubs. But, um, yeah, it's, it's an opportunity for the player, too, to just make a decision. Am I just going to be the quiet person who just plays and, and that's it? And, that's, and if so, that's fine. Or is the player want to get out in the community and, and let the public get to know him and do different interviews and do different things so the fans can get to know him? Every day is a big day at the lab, but uh, tomorrow's kind of a big day at the lab. We have a grassroots baseball day. Got some big names coming out. Can you tell the friend of the show a little bit about that, Josh? So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jean Fruth. She's the uh, interviewed her yesterday. She is so talented. She's so nice, so smart. Her photography is unbelievable. It's so good. I got her last book, and seriously, like every single one of those photos, I look at it and I go, I wish I could take one photo that's as good as this. Right. You know. Yeah. So she's um, very good at her craft, and it helps you promote a book when you're friends with the former president of the baseball hall of fame and when he can call greg maddox to come help you promote the book <laughs> i wish that greg maddox would help promote some of my books any of the books it's a good get yeah but um so it's exciting so you know all the information is, is out there at abqisotopes.com about how to meet greg maddox and how to do that i know that we're close to running out of spots but there are still opportunities to meet greg and all that kind of stuff so yeah big day i mean it's not often that greg maddox comes out to the ballpark and uh, it's a chance to meet him also you have a book I have three books. How do I not have any of these books? Because you haven't paid me for any of them. Oh, oh okay. okay. I see how it is. That's a really good reason. All right, so it's all checking out now. I want. I have. I have a Venmo. It's, well, I'm a Cash App guy, but yeah, definitely, okay. I'm in on that. I'm only buying autographed books from you. Like, all if, right. yeah, this is this is the plan. So, okay. are they on your are they on your person right now? Do you carry I them have, around? I have. Let's see. In my booth, <laughs> I have I have the first one, and. The, I have the first and third at home. I might have the second at home, but I, I, for sure I have two of them. When Van and I write our book, we would like you to do like a preamble. 